Welcome, everyone. You're listening to A Cup of Clarity, the podcast for women who want to get clear and live life with more purpose, presence, and peace. I'm your host, Jeanette Melian. I'm a longtime educator, certified life coach, and speaker. And together with conscious experts I interview, I'm here to offer you insight for intentional living. So, if you're ready to start living life from the inside out, grab your cup, take a sip, and listen in. Hey friends, welcome back to this episode of A Cup of Clarity Podcast. Thank you for being here. So, I wanted to share with you today that I had one of those days when my thoughts just got the best of me. A good friend of mine happened to share a post by a business coach that we mutually follow on social media. And this coach had just launched her new podcast as well. And my friend basically wanted to share it with me in case I hadn't seen it. And I know that her intention was to share the way that someone else was putting her podcast out into the world. It's kind of just like an FYI for me. So I followed the link she sent me. And I looked over the podcast website, which was beautifully designed. And you could tell all of her words and things that she put in there were very intentionally done. And it really resonated with me. I then clicked on the first episode and listened to all 11 minutes of it. And that's when I noticed the first thoughts come through. It said to me, she's really good. Her voice is great. The story she tells is great. Her podcast is great. And then it said, you should have thought through your first episode a little more. This sounds like she really thought it through, like a pro. And it continued, that's what you need to sound like, and you don't. There they were. The thoughts of comparison and the feelings of not good enough were front and center. And then I felt that lump in my throat. And my eyes just automatically, they just welled up with tears. I was aware of what was happening. So I allowed the feeling to pass. I allowed myself that moment without giving it too much power over me or letting it drag me down deeper. But it took a while, I'll be honest. You know, scenarios just like that one were a common thing in my life because you see, I've always been a thinker. Actually, I take that back. I've been an overthinker and an overanalyzer, if that's even a word. For so many years, my thoughts ruled my life. I didn't know how to turn them off. They would consume all my energy during the day and then follow me to bed at night, causing me to toss and turn and not get a good night's sleep, which then caused me to wake up tired and cranky the next morning. So for many years, I used to kind of go around in a bit of a cranky mood, Do you have trouble with your thoughts taking you on those wild goose chases that you can't seem to stop following? Well, that's overthinking. The truth is we weren't born overthinkers. What we have are patterns of behavior that develop over time and are learned due to our life experiences. Those patterns become habits and our way of thinking. But just as we learn them, they can be unlearned as well. Let me ask you this. Do you tend to doubt your decisions? Do you find yourself overanalyzing everything? Do you have trouble getting out of your head 
because I can relate to all of those. Oh gosh, I I can't tell you the number of times in my life where I spent time replaying a series of different scenarios of what I thought might happen. I would worry myself sick. And then none of what I imagined actually happened, of course. Or I would relive conversations I had with others and pick apart what I said or what I did and then get upset at myself or them for what happened. I tell you, it was exhausting. Here's an interesting fact on thoughts for you today because, well, we can all use an interesting fact on thoughts, right? Scientists have discovered that the average human has about 60,000 thoughts per day. And out of those 60,000 thoughts, 95% of them are the same thoughts we had yesterday and the day before that. And out of those habitual thoughts, 80% of them are negative. So the average human has about 45,000 negative thoughts a day. When I first heard that statistic, I thought, no way, that can't be right, which is funny enough, a negative thought. But just monitoring my thoughts for a few minutes and paying attention to the words I spoke made me realize that it's true. There were a lot of negative thoughts floating around inside of my head. Think of it like this. Our thought-generated perception of reality is kind of like an iceberg. The part of the iceberg that's visible, it's only the tip that sticks out of the water, right? When we look at that, we have no idea about the shape or the size of the portion that's underwater. The individual thoughts that we notice going through our mind are like the tip of that iceberg. They only make up a tiny portion of the larger thinking that's creating our experiences. Much like the submerged part of that iceberg, however, the majority of our thinking is invisible. So why do we think so much? Well, as humans, we're not okay with not knowing the outcome of something. Uncertainty is not a concept that we're uncomfortable with. Therefore, most of the time, we overthink in a desperate attempt to find the answers and create a sense of control within ourselves. But the truth is, that the more we try to control our thinking by constantly thinking, we're just doing more of the thinking we're trying to control, right? Uh, So here's what I propose to you today. How about instead of trying to control or tame our thoughts, we instead learn to become aware of our thoughts? As I like to say, awareness is the greatest gift we have at our disposition for changing our lives. Let's start to notice them, be aware of them, and be the observer of our thoughts. And through that awareness, we can choose how we respond to them and thus choose better thoughts. We don't have to control our thoughts, we think, or the emotions that come up as a result. But what we do have control over are the actions we take afterwards. Understand that our thoughts create our reality. That's right. As you think, so it is. Know that 100% of our reality out there is being generated from in here, inside of us. Each of us creates our own experience of reality, moment to moment, from within, through our thoughts. And that's why I believe that we need to start living our lives from the inside out. 
as we change our experience and inner life within, our outer lives will change as well. Remember, you're not your thoughts. What you are is the awareness behind your thoughts. A thought is just a thought. A thought's a psychological phenomenon that arises from the subconscious without our doing. A thought's neutral. It's neither bad or good. It's our perception of the awareness that labels it as such. It's just energy. The problem begins when we believe them and take them as the truth, the only truth. It's not our thoughts, but the attachment to our thoughts that causes suffering. Attaching to a thought means believing that it's true without questioning it. And a thought that we've been believing or having for years then becomes a belief. Now, when I understood this, life truly shifted for me. It shifted because I realized that the story I was telling myself most of the time was just that, a story. One that was perceived by me through the foggy lens of my mind. I realized that I was not a victim of circumstance. The world out there was not to blame anymore. I understood that I had to take responsibility for my life. I had the big aha moment that life doesn't happen by chance. It happens by choice. So I became more conscious of my thinking and that worried, anxious mind of mine, as well as the choices I was making. So what does the worried and anxious mind look like, you may ask? Well, if you pay attention, you'll see that it's focused on the past, worried about the future, with what-if questions, thinking of what has to get done. It's always in the process of trying to make everything okay. It's telling you what to say, what not to say, what to do or not to do. It convinces you that you have to change something on the outside in order to solve your problems within. It sometimes even judges you and your actions. It keeps fear at the forefront and makes you doubt your decisions. It's constantly going, right? I want you to know that all of that constant inner talk and our need to analyze or think through our thoughts, it's a form of suffering. And it sucks the energy right out of us, leaving us feeling exhausted. So how can we use awareness to become the observer of our thoughts instead of engaging with them like a ping pong ball being tossed back and forth across the table. Most of us, most of the time, are experiencing life on autopilot. Most of the time, we're in reactive mode when it comes to our thoughts. But here's a tool I want to share with you from my eight-week life redesign program. It's called the WAIT tool. The WAIT stands for What Am I Thinking? When that thought comes up during your day and you notice it's there, the instant you notice it comes up, pause and ask yourself, what am I thinking? There's power in that pause. What that pause does is what neuroscience research has discovered, and that's that when we pause long enough to notice the thought, we put space between ourselves and the thought. And what this does is that it reduces the energy of the thought and the hold it has on us. And then it's there that we can become 
the observer of the thought. And what that means is to not engage with it. (laughs) We learn that we are not our thoughts. And when we do that, a profound transformation begins to take place. We can then come from a place that no longer judges our thoughts and our emotions. And we take it easier on ourselves. We stop worrying that the thought means something deeper or more about who we are. And we realize that we can observe our thoughts, feelings, and emotions and not get caught up in them. I want you to realize that the content of your thoughts and emotions is less important than how you let them affect you. That's why practices such as meditation and mindfulness are so important because they help us be present. They help us spend more and more time in a state of calm awareness. Mindfulness does just that. It helps us pay attention on purpose to the present moment without judging it or labeling it. What mindfulness does is it helps us turn towards and not away from our negative thoughts or emotions with acceptance. And through the practice of that, we're able to see our thought or emotion as being temporary And then we can let go of our need to control them. So here's another tool you can use that I think will help you out. And if you don't have a piece of paper or something to write with right now, that's fine. You can always come back to the episode or you can go to my website and get the toolkit for this particular episode. So you divide a piece of paper in half and on one side you'd write the words, I'm thinking slash feeling that, dot, dot, dot. On the other side of the paper, write, but the truth is that, dot, dot, dot. See, a good percentage of the time, the thoughts we worry about never come true. So acknowledge the thoughts that you're thinking and what it is you're feeling, but then shift your focus on the truth. For example, you might be overthinking or analyzing a conversation you had with a friend, and now you feel that Something you said made her mad at you. In fact, you think she's so mad that this could possibly end the friendship. So on the left side of your paper, you might write something like, I'm thinking slash feeling that what I said to my friend offended her and made her mad at me, causing her to possibly end our friendship. Now, close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Drop into your heart and listen to the truth. On the right side, write what you really know the truth to be. Not the one that you're perceiving through the lens of your contaminated thoughts. So the truth might sound something like, but the truth is that how I'm perceiving things is just that. It's not how she really feels. We have a good friendship and are both mature adults who can talk things through. You see how that works? Our thoughts of worry or fear tend to cloud our perception and cause us to see things a bit distorted. Getting quiet, still, looking within for the answers from your heart space and deeper consciousness is where your truth resides. When we're out of our habitual thinking and rumination, we're more closely aligned to the truth 
that truth of who we are. Know that at any given moment, no matter how lost you may get in, a, in dreams of lack, worry, or not enoughness and insecurity, you're one thought away from waking up in awareness and changing all of that. Because who you really are is the same. Peace, freedom, love, wisdom, and clarity. Know that what you're searching for, you already are. Confidence, security, creativity, resilience, happiness, and joy. There's no need to go out there and find it, for it's all within you. And what a beautiful you, you are. So next time you notice those thoughts pop up, use the tools I shared with you today to bring awareness to them. The more you practice, the easier it gets over time. I want to thank you for joining me on this episode as we explored our thoughts and how to be at peace with them. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you le would leave a review and subscribe. That way, you don't miss a thing. To get this episode's toolkit, visit my website at JeanetteMillian.com and click on the podcast tab. Until next time, I send you love and light. May your cup be full and overflowing.